This is Tiglath Pileser IV. And Eric Berg. And this is edition number 16 of Musings of the Living. This is a song called Da Da D. That was my song Dada D, which I made a long time ago, and I don't know about the significance of the title.
For this podcast, I'm going to choose three songs that I've recently been interest- introduced to, and they, it doesn't matter if they're new songs or old songs, but they're going to be three songs that I really like that I've recently been introduced to, and they have to be by different artists, and I can have heard the artist before, but not that song, and I'm going to play the top one, and so here we go. Number three is Ascent of Man by R.E.M. off of their Around the Sun album. Number two is Can't Help Wondering Why by Blue Rodeo off of the Are You Ready album. And number one is Girl in the War by Josh Ritter off of Animal Sounds album. Peter said to Paul, you know all those words we wrote. Just the rules of the game and the rules are the first to go But now talking to God is Laurel begging Hardy for a gun I got a girl in the war, man, I wonder what it is we've done Paul said to Petey, you gotta rock yourself a little Oh, 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 oh,
For a new section on Musings of the Living, we're recording songs we're learning in guitar class. Here's a song called Kokomo by the Beach Boys. For this podcast's interview section, we decided to try something different, and we interviewed people from outside of the city. Here it is. What city do you live in? New York. How's life there? Um, quiet. What do you do for a living? Uh, right now, I'm unemployed. How do you like that? It's easy, but it's not financially sound. Is there something you plan on doing in the future? Um, I studied advertising in college, but I couldn't get into it because I didn't have enough job experience. Do you listen to a lot of music? Yes, I do. What's some kind of music that you like? I like soft music. I like the channel 106.7 on the, on the channel on the radio, which I'm listening to. What is channel 601.7? It's basically um, a, a rock music, and it's uh, my type of music. A little bit of new stuff, a little bit old-fashioned, but it's good. Can you give us some examples, like some bands or songs? Uh, not offhand. Have you seen any good movies lately? Um, not not out in the movie house, it's, um, it's too expensive. What's one of your favorite movies that you've seen in your life? Uh, I like the Batman movies and the uh, Star Wars movies. Do you read a lot? Um, this magazine, like Entertainment Weekly. Thanks a lot. You're welcome.
Hello. Hi, we're wondering if you'd like to take part in a recorded interview. On what subject? Just on your life and the life where you're living and things like that. Can I stop at any time? Yeah. Okay, let's hear it. So, what city do you live in? New York. How is life there? Uh, busy. What do you do for a living? I'm retired. What did you used to do? Housewife and salesperson. How is that? Fine. What do you do in your spare time now? Taking part in city activities that are available, opera, museums. What interesting things like that have you done lately? I've gone to museums, seen operas, plays. What's a uh, play that you've seen lately that you really enjoyed? Sweeney Todd. What did you like about that one? <laughs> the music, the, um, the fact it's one of the greatest musicals I've ever seen. So what kind of music do you like? Uh, anything from uh, that is well done from classical to modern. What are some of your favorite bands or composers? Stephen Sondheim, Beethoven, Chopin, Puccini, uh, Mahler. Do you read a fair bit? Yes. What is something that you've enjoyed reading? Uh, Saturday by McEwen, um, The March, um, by Yale Doctorow, Saul Bellows, I suppose, is one of the greatest to me, Richard Roth, I'm mostly modern com American writers, also mystery writers like Kellerman. I have a wide range of writers that I enjoy. Thanks a lot. This is a song I wrote called A Song and a Prayer. I do not know to sing or hum With the princes or with the bums I'm baffled by the song But I play it all along and I wish I had no audience And could give away my pretense But they wish these songs for me So I dance with a lock without a key But I'll always pray for a song that'll stay And I'll always sing for a prayer that won't sting But I know that I just hum to a problem without a sun And I get older day by day and still know not to sing hum or pray. I do not know if daisies will still grow beneath the land that was not sown. I hope for color. That's all I know. I wonder if the radio still plays songs we loved in our day. The busker's guitar was our jukebox. We climbed with them over rocks. And our songs became old, but we played them still. It was our way through the sick and ill. I do not know if daisies will still grow. 
beneath the land that was not sown. I hope for color. That's all I know. But I'll always pray for a song that'll stay. And I'll always sing for a prayer that won't sting. But I know that I just hum to a problem without a song. And I get older day by day and still know not to sing hum or pray. I wrote that song, I sung it, and I played the guitar with help from Joel, who recorded it. This is chapter two of my story, Tim's Dream. Just a quick recap. Last time on chapter one, Tim and his friend Briggs were playing, were practicing lacrosse, and Tim got hit in the face with a lacrosse ball, and he is now in a comatose. Also, Briggs met the local town weird people, Granny Pops and Mr. Plops. Chapter two. What most people wouldn't suspect is that Mr. Plops was quite knowledgeable in most fields of knowledge whether it be theology or automotives. He was also quite knowledgeable in injuries like this. So the first thing he proceeded to do was get down on his knees and scream, Tim, 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 into his ear. Tim didn't respond, but he did burp. With this failure of medical procedure, Mr. Props proclaimed, Well, son, I'm afraid that I can't help your dear friend. You'll just have to wait it out. Well, have a good day. Briggs responded politely as the fear grew up inside him. <laughs> there was no real danger here, and Tim had really and truly just fallen into a coma. While Briggs was worrying without action, Tim was dreaming about lacrosse. It was slightly surreal for him, as dreams usually are, because Tim's comatose dream wasn't a typical dream composed of a riveting story that you usually forget. What Tim was dreaming wasn't really a dream at all, but rather a sequence of movements that were all coincidentally the same. The one movement that kept repeating itself was the ball coming at Tim's face. Oddly enough, every ten times the ball in his dream would hit his face, Tim would burp. Every one hundred times the movement were to play itself in Tim's mind, he would open his eyes for a split second. Tim had a passion for lacrosse. It wasn't a corny passion, but it was legit and he had stuck to it for 10 years of his life. His explanation for it was, you gotta follow through with things or you'll be left in the dust. It just so happened that he liked the game and his dad had played it as a teenager and still tossed around the ball every once in a while. Tim's position in the school team was midfield, although he loved it when the coach would play him attack or even occasionally goalie. Lacrosse was pretty much Tim's only true interest in his life, aside from hanging out with Briggs, which wasn't really hanging out as much as Briggs watching Tim practice his lacrosse when he had nothing better to do. It had pretty much always been like this. Tim's parents weren't worried though. They knew that if a boy was focused in his life, he'd do just fine, even if just on one thing. There was one problem in the mind of Tim's mother that concerned Tim's interest in lacrosse. Because Tim practiced every evening, 
all evening. His biceps were abnormally large. Pretty much the ratio of 5 to 1 when compared to Briggs, who is of the same age. This made Tim look very abnormal. His mom had to make her son's clothes as she despised hickish sleeveless shirts and wouldn't pay absurdly high prices for the specialty stores. After 20 minutes of Briggs rocking back and forth with a blank look on his face, he started to scream and ran to Granny Pops' house. Briggs knocked forcefully at the window of the door, only to find out there was none. He then promptly fell in through the window. Whoosh! He picked himself up while looking at Tim's supposedly lifeless corpse across the street and then knocked on the frame of the door. Come in! yelled the stranger the normal voice of Mr. Plops. loudly whispered the creaky and airy breath of Granny Pops. Briggs ran into the living room, only to find the two laughing their heads off. <laughs> he was astounded and slightly offended. Your friend, your friend is a very funny man, Mr. Plops boldly said. Briggs couldn't comprehend why in the universe a fainted person would be funny, but in Briggs's mind, these people were lunatics and had been known to have done pretty wild things in the past, like riding bicycles on top of moving cars on the highway. However wild the duo were, they still had some kind of sense of when to be quiet, and this was one of those times. Just as they clipped their laughter, Tim walked in the door. For our musical spotlight for this edition, we're doing the band Boards of Canada by request of Miles Ellis of Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Here's a song by them. That was the song Constants Are Changing by Boards of Canada, and here's a quick biography of them by Eric Berg. Boards of Canada started out with two guys, Michael Sanderson 
and Marcus Eowyn Sanderson, who uh, were creating music together in their teenage years, and they actually started off when they were about 10 years old, making found sounds with a tape recorder and cutting them and mixing them to make uh, interesting sounds like over things that they had made, like compositions and stuff. Um, but the actual Boards of Canada, the band, didn't exist till a lot later in their um, music-making career. And actually, they didn't r reveal till way later that they were actually brothers, and most people just assumed that they were two friends. Uh, and this was because they didn't want to be um, just associated with Orbital, which was another uh, electronic band that had two brothers in it. Um, so after this, they went on to try different kinds of music, and they, at first they just experimented impulsively, just put together things that sounded good together, and then they started working with other musicians and started incorporating instruments, and then uh, they actually said, we sounded a lot more gothic, much closer to experimental rock with the occasional vocal. But um, as you just heard, they changed even more and they came back to um, what the original uh, idea of it was, which was very, um, which was instinctive and, but now they uh, used digital mixing, which was convenient so that they could mix things and make them sound better together. By 1989, Chris Horn was working with them and then in the 1990s, they uh, collaborated with tons of people and they were putting on um, a lot of uh, regular shows at the Hexagon, Hexagon Sun Collective. And then um, in the 2000s, early on, uh, the official website for the band, which is music70.com, totally uh, denied their earlier albums. So they basically... Um, said that they didn't exist and only really close fans of it know about this stuff and getting their earlier material is very difficult now but um they have recorded recorded and released a steady flow of electronic music now so eric how did you find boards of canada this week i found listening to them uh really different because i don't really listen to a lot of electronic electronica music. slash dance Correct, I don't listen to a lot of electronica slash dance music, but are they dance music? They're not dance music. No, they're not no, dance they're not. music. They're, they're probably more like electronic music. More electronica music. Yeah. What but, is electronica? Why add an A to the end? That's stupid. Why not just have electronic music? Well, it is just electronic music. What is electronica? Maybe it's when it's a female electronic music. Oh. Okay. Know. So I enjoy it. What do you, um... Well, I thought it was very interesting to listen to them. How and come? It kind of, because um, I like to see doing different things with sound, and it kind of actually reminded me of the stuff that you do for intros and outros here. Yeah. Like, like um, obviously they have a studio and they they have tons of different instruments, so it's better quality. But you're, but same basic idea. Basic Taking, idea is yeah yeah, yeah 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 very very similar, and so I thought it was really neat to hear them because I didn't listen to a lot of that kind of music and listening to it. It was really, really good, I, I thought. How about you? Um, well, I really enjoyed listening to them. Um, <clears throat> the first time I listened to them, it was sort of, um, it was really, it was really amazing, but then it just got, sort of got boring, and then it got really amazing again. 
How did it, how did it go boring? Like what was the? I don't know. It what, seems like I had heard it all before, but then I started. Oh, so you thought that it kind of all sounded like similar? Yeah. Hmm. But I I I ended up really liking them, and I yeah. started off really liking them. Hmm. Like sometimes with that kind of stuff that doesn't have lyrics and is all the same t- type of music, you can I can see if people aren't isn't really lis- focusing on listening to them. Yeah. They won't realize that all of them are very unique and sound very good yeah but uh but yeah when you really actually focus on this music it's incredible because you can hear all the different instruments and stuff yeah so had you had any other encounters with uh boards of canada before this oh uh, i think i heard my friend miles talk about them before and but no not really cool how about you oh no way no i had never even any experiences heard of- with electronic music at all well, I've heard some. It's just this is the first time I've actually really focused on it, and um, I really enjoyed listening to it. How about electronica? Electronica, I can't say I really know the difference. How about dance? Two. I have heard dance music, yes. Cool. How about you? Yeah. Electric. What are some uh, electronic stuff that you've listened to? I don't know. I don't know. Just, just you've heard it. You haven't really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but our our parents seem to like it, hey? Yeah. It's yeah. good atmosphere music. It is. It's Canada. very. Yeah. And it's like it, it might be seem like just throwing de- sounds together, but it's very well crafted and yeah. thought out. It seems. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um. So what did you like about Boards of Canada? Well, it's very intricate. Each piece, like you said, is very unique in everything it everything it's about, and um, it. Hmm. It's very memorable because you're just listening to music. It's sort of more of a focus than maybe normal music. Hmm. Like just focusing on the music instead of focusing on music, chords, and all the other stuff. It's just taking the music and making it into one thing. Hmm. What did you What did you think? find interesting about it? Well, I, I thought, um, well, first of all, that I hadn't heard any of it before, so. Yeah. But, um, especially listening to it with headphones, it just kind of like captured your mind. It was almost like a meditation. It was like yeah, it's very meditative. You're you're filled with it almost. Yeah. And it was very um, it was very filling. Like it, it wasn't. It didn't feel like you were. Uh, it was just a normal song. Like it it felt full. I can't really yeah. have any other way of describing yeah, it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like all of it fit together. So it was like a puzzle, and it was like a full puzzle. Mm-hmm. Like I remember one day I was walking to school with it and. There's one song where this there's this alternating bass beat, and like so I would try to like count like sort of unconsciously unconsciously count the beat, so it would be like it would like I figured out it went like like two hits and then one hit and then one hit and then two hits like I don't know I just there's tons of patterns in these songs. Yeah, but you don't even notice them because exactly. all the other things are coming in and yeah it, it's really it's really. Uh, really great to listen to yeah. yeah it's really incredible so if you have a chance to listen to the to s- boards of canada s- which are is a scottish do. band coincidentally mm-hmm. then which is odd because they're called boards of canada but yeah we suggest that you do but if you don't then yeah and we only got a chance got a chance to listen to two albums because we couldn't really get a hold of any others yeah but um which we listened to was really good if you don't listen to boards of canada though that's okay but um Definitely check out elect- electronica music, especially if you haven't listened to it before, because you will, yeah, you will be very uh, blown away by it. I'm sure. Yeah. 
All right. And um, the, again, this is a suggestion. We have lots more coming up, but we would love to hear your your uh, suggestions and get to that. So email us at uh, musingsoftheliving at gmail.com. No spaces, no dashes, no underscores, no nothing. Or capitals. Nope, just under capitals. And yeah, email us lots of suggestions. Yep, great. See ya. That was Musings of the Living, edition number 16. I hope you enjoyed it, and here's an outro song. Mm-hmm.